Don't let anybody else's opinions of you matter. This is a time to get right. This is a time to be. We don't know what happens when we walk out this door. We don't know. Tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. Chris just told us two people that are no longer with us. We're not promised tomorrow. Lord, help us. Help us. Continue to thank him. Continue to thank him this morning. Lord, we thank you this morning, Heavenly Father. We're thankful for your presence in this place. Don't ever take his presence for granted. In this place, in your houses, the fact that you can call out to him at any time with anything on your heart. There's generations ago they didn't know that. Lord, forgive us for all the times that we fall short. Forgive us of all the things that we put in front of you this week. You know, we might believe who he is, but show me your lifestyle. Does your lifestyle say that you believe who he is? Does your attitude say you believe who he is? Do we honor him throughout the week? Because, look, to come here and sing a couple songs and to get an hour in is not going to get you through. He's got to be the priority. He is the He is the prize. Look, we come here, we pray for a lot of things. We pray, Jesus, heal me. We pray for healings. We pray for financial blessings. We pray for any blessing that we can think of. But if we go after him, everything else follows. We seek the source. My job is the resource. He is the source. He decides what we get. He decides... Look, uh, he decides who lives and who, who's taken. Just be ready. When your number is called, when your time is called, be ready to meet him. Amen. There is nothing on this earth worth losing him over. There's no amount of friends. There's no amount of parties. When people tell me they party, I thank the Lord that I don't party. I start immediately thanking him. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, and I'm not bound like that. And it's not because I'm better than anybody. I'm just recognizing that he set me free. Amen. People are bound to pornography. People are bound to lying. People are bound to bad attitudes. When I ask people, what are you saved? Are you saved this morning? People will be like, yeah, but what are you saved from? Hell? Are you saved from bad manners? Are you saved from bad attitudes? Are you saved from lust? Are you saved? What are you saved from this morning? We get up here, we sing songs, and we glorify Him, which we should always do. And it's easy to do that when we're, when things are going good in our lives. It's easy to say that He is our source and He is our all in all. But what about when things aren't going good? What about when your world's falling apart? 
Whether you let somebody know it or not. Look, he is the God in the valley just as much as he is when things are going good. He's the same God. And I love it. I love that we worship like that. That is a true worship. If you don't feel God in that moment, please, please check what you're doing during the week. If you don't feel God this morning, please, please get on your face before him. Be honest with him. Lord, I didn't feel you this morning. You need to get... The, the, the presence of the Lord is here. Please be able to recognize that. And if you can't, I, I want to pray with you. I really do because that's the this is the presence that breaks the yoke. That is the presence. I'm going to spend most of my time this morning in Hebrews chapter 11. It's a great chapter. It's a great chapter. I just pray that God breathes on your life this morning. That God breathes on your life this morning. That God breathes on your family this morning. That God protects your mind. That God protects your heart and your future. Because this is not a game that we're playing. We don't come here to play a game. This is spiritual warfare. The Bible instructs us that this is a war. Look at what's going on in Ukraine. That's a war. Look, it's devastating. Spiritually, that's what we're going through. Lord, we submit our plan this morning for you, for this service to you, Heavenly Father. Change us this morning, Heavenly Father. Change us, Lord. I pray I've changed. I pray everybody here has changed. Amen. You know, I just want to start off by praying protection over the Supreme Court. Yes, yes. Lord, I just pray that your will will be done in our government, our halls of government. Look, nobody's, you know, the devil will think, make you think that people are too far gone. There's nobody too far gone. Our president, nobody. Nobody in Congress, nobody anywhere is too far gone. God wants to save them all. God loved everybody at 5 million people. How much more does he love the earth at 7 billion people? God loves this earth. We just got to submit to him. Lord, we just pray protection over all of our all of our family, Lord. We pray that the, the lost will, will get to know you, Lord, through our lives. You know, some of the people that you're witnessing to might be the only chance they get to hear Christ. And if you're not being that light that you need to be, they might never get to hear it from anybody else. And I was listening to First John last night, and John the Baptist said, I am not the light. But then he's paving the way for the light. Jesus says we are the light. We have more than what even John the Baptist had. We have a more calling on our life because the Holy Spirit lives in us. You think about that. We are the light. We are the light of the world. And if you're not the light to that person that you know, they may never get to hear it. This... This whole walk that we're doing, it's going to be filled with ups and downs, but I, I believe in the Lord. I, I believe in this church. I believe in you. I believe in it. So I, I just want to, before I start in Hebrews 11, Isaiah 55, 6-7 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way 
and let the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Look, if you're not with God this morning, return to him. Return to him. We can, we can say all the right church things. We can even smile, and, and, and we can do all these things, but our hearts cannot be right with the Lord because it has to match your lifestyle. When, when I believe something in my mind and I know it to be true, it's going to affect how I act. That's just how it works. When is the last time you really took time to seek the Lord? Can we see past our everyday challenges to seek Him? Some of you, it's been a while since you felt the Lord's presence. Some of you might even find yourself questioning, is this real? This is very real. We're here to tell you that this is very real. Jesus is real. Jesus is real. Well, who we serve is real. If you ever go through things, you just hang on to the fact in your mind and go back to Jesus as the God. If, you, if things around you start getting confusing and things are falling apart, you just go back to Jesus as God. He is real. You hold on to that. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, beginning. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testament. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and though it he being dead still speaks, though he is dead, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away. So that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him for before he was taken. He had this testimony that he pleased God. The church is looking to please everybody, but God nowadays, yeah. we're looking to please make sure our temperature is right. We're making sure our lighting's right. We're making sure we're singing the right songs. What well, is not about any of that. It's about God. It's about him alone. That's it. That's it. We, even if we come here, we don't have any music. We don't even have chairs. We just stand and praise him because that's who he is. The church needs to get back to pleasing God. Do we even know what pleases God? We please our bosses. We please our family, our friends. But we don't please God. Do we spend time praying like we should? And look, this is not an attack on you. This is, this is, this is a war. So if you frame it as a war, what if I'm a, a soldier and I'm in battle and I'm only fighting an hour a day? What's, what's going to happen? You're going to get killed spiritually. Yep. Yep. And that is exactly what's going to happen now. If you're spending an hour a week in the Lord, you're going to get killed spiritually. Can I tell you this morning, if you're defeated, if you're depressed, get back to pleasing God. find what you're looking for in a life that is pleasing to God. We have an audience of one. I can appear in my own life to be doing whatever it is. I could be given to charity. Somebody's going to criticize that. 
It doesn't matter what you're doing. Somebody's always going to look at you and have their own input to say, it doesn't matter. Know him. Verse 7. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. You're going to see a trend in Hebrews chapter 11. It's by faith. Verse 8, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. This is the faith that God desires. The Bible says that Abraham went out not knowing where he was going. Noah, out of godly fear, built an ark. Both things look crazy. Noah's just building this huge thing over the course of a hundred and some years. How crazy would that look? Abraham's telling his whole family and his whole herds to pack up. Let's go. Where are we going? I don't know. I think the world's gone crazy. They think I'm crazy. It's settled. It's settled. There's no pleasing them. You can't expect non-Christian people to act like Christians. So let's just quit holding them to that standard. I mean, Christians don't even act like Christians. So let's get to the point of just holding people what it is it's they think we're crazy we think they're they think i'm crazy <laughs> verse 9 by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with isaac and jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is god god calls us to have faith and to wait we have to wait sometimes why is waiting so hard for us? Why is waiting so hard for us? You know, I've had many, many people tell me I should be married by now. I don't. I, I couldn't count on anything. I'm serious. I've had many people try to get me married. I've had many people say it at weddings, "Hey, he's single," and try to get me married. <laughs> but I just know. That it wasn't God's will. And look, I'm not just doing it just to do it. That's an important decision. It's, it's the second most important decision you're going to make behind salvation. Is who you marry. Look, it's not to say that I didn't want to be married. That's a totally different thing. But I would rather have what God has for me. And I don't want to rush into it. Because guess what? When you wait on the Lord, it's going to be so much better than I could have ever thought it would, would have been. Amen. And that goes for you and everything that you're waiting on. Whatever season you're waiting on, don't, don't, don't go, why, God? Start thinking. I'm not with the wrong person. You ever been with the wrong person? It's devastating. It's devastating. Yeah. Verse 11. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him to be faithful she judged him faithful who had promised therefore from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky and multitude innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore that's God's promise to Abraham these all died in faith, not having received the promises, 
but having seen them from afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. This earth is not our home, right? Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. Look, we're renting everything. Thank the Lord. What if, if this was all that was it? Wouldn't that be kind of depressing? Yeah. It would be kind of just heartbreaking. You know, we have good days. Thank the Lord for them. We have bad days. Thank the Lord for them. But I'm so thankful that we have an inheritance that this world can't even understand. Hallelujah. Can we understand that? When you get defeated, when you get down in your thinking, you just say, I'm seated in heavenly places. You start quoting scripture when you're depressed. That depression or whatever won't hang on. You go after it with the word of God. When you're feeling lonely, Lord, I know you'll never leave me or forsake me. Do we say those things? No, no, we do the other things. Oh, man. Oh, man, why am I feeling like this today? Oh, man, I missed the trash this morning. And then you start thinking, you just start thinking of all your problems, all your problems, rather than going, oh, he'll never leave me. You know what? You know how good of a promise that is? He'll never leave you, no matter what that, it, no matter what's in your ear. Oh, Lord, I know you'll never leave me. I know you'll never forsake me. I know I'm going through it right now, Lord, but let me learn from it. Let somebody get salvation out of what I'm going through. Because they're not going to see how you always say things, how you always respond, because let's get it, let's talk as cheap. They're going to see how you respond by your lifestyle. That's the that's the point. That's faith in action, right? Thank you that we have an inheritance. Verse 14. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had the opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. You cannot be ashamed of God, guys. You cannot be ashamed of anywhere you go. I don't care. Best friend. Real, real quick, I'll just say this. Um, my buddy that's been going through things, I've never really had it. He knows, I'm, he knows I'm a preacher and stuff, but that's one of the guys I used to go out and act a fool with back in the day. So I get to pray with him now, like, and it's, it's, you know how it starts off as being a little awkward because they, they kind of view you as one way and you haven't been that way in a while. So they still remember your past and stuff. So I said, look, I said, I got off the phone with him after he told me he was going through some things. And I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray with him next time. And then I couldn't talk to him for a while. You know how funny that all that works. So then I'm like, I'm going to be bold with him. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And the next time I said, I was feeling in my spirit, I said, do you believe that Jesus can do this? And he had to say yes, and he did say yes. And I said, I'm going to pray with you over your mind, because there's a real attack on the mind of people today. People are going through the mind. There's an attack on your mind. There's an attack on your just next generation's mind. And I used to think, I repented, because I used to think, man, I'm glad I'm a little older now, and I'm glad I don't have to deal with all that. That's, that's not a right mindset. We need to say, Lord, that's a scared mindset. We're not called to be scared. Thank you, Lord, that I'm here. We don't want to leave the next generation and just let the enemy have its way, his way with the next generation. We need to stand up and pray and push this stuff back. Yeah. We don't need to be scared people. We're not scared. Everything says we win. Amen. 
Amen. We go to heaven forever. Amen. This is the glory. This is this is the this is the gospel. Acts, the whole book of Acts, they didn't pray to, Lord, I pray that you will hide me in a cave. <laughs> no, they were thanking the Lord. They were going out being bold. They were getting stoned, getting up and going back. It's an amazing thing. But no, pray with people. Look, if you get a chance and you ask people to pray with them, I know it might seem awkward, but do it. Because afterwards, they'll either say thank you or they need it back. Verse 17, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. We all know this story. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. It's kind of reminiscent of what was to come in John 3.16, right? Of whom it was said, in Isaac your seed shall be called. He was concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead. That's the faith he had. From which he had also received him in a figurative sense. Verse 20, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of his sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instruction concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. You had a guy that had it all. He was in a palace. He could have probably been second or third highest in the kingdom forever. You see, today it's just the opposite. People choose sin over the affliction of God's people. Moses could have never made it from the palace. God had to cool him off on the backside of the desert for 40, 40 years. But today we do it different. We rob God of our time. We rob him of of our money. Yeah. I was listening to Leonard Ravenhill the other day. He said, why do we expect to be treated better in this world than Jesus? Why do we expect things that... Why do we expect it? This is all by faith. If you don't... This is what this chapter is. It's by faith. Look, we're, we're going to have faith. you got to have faith. Faith, what's coming up on this place, is the only thing that's going to get you through Verse 26, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith, are you looking to the reward of Christ this morning? What is your faith in right now? What are you actually thinking about right now? Are you thinking about what you're going to have for lunch, or are you thinking about Jesus? <laughs> Look, esteem, you see this in the Bible, esteeming the reproach of Christ's greater riches and treasures in Egypt. He had a guy that had in the field when he found the prize. He, he sold everything. That's the God we serve. This is not going to work if you're, if you're getting within 50%. It's not even going to work if you're giving 90%. You 
have to give your whole life, everything about you. You know, when we were out there doing what we wanted in the world, we were giving our all to the, to the enemy. Mm -hmm. I'd stay out till 3, 4 in the morning, not even bat an eye. Now to get people to come to church three times a week is a crazy thing to ask. It's, it's just, it's just like we can literally sit down and watch Netflix. We can watch 10 shows and not even bat an eye. But to spend till three o'clock in church would seem like, oh my goodness. Verse 27, by faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. When you're walking in faith, you don't fear. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he who be destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. You ever read those stories and you're like, man, how did that guy know just to call down fire? How did the guy know just to do this? Or how did he just call it and it happened? By faith. All of it's by faith. Everything that we do in, in Christ, and we'll always say, Lord, if they turn down this aisle, I'll pray for them. No, by faith you go pray for them. By faith. Everything that we're going to do today, tomorrow, and moving on is by faith. Verse 31. By faith, the harlot Rahab, or Rahab, did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me, would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Verse 36, still others had trial of mockings and scourgings. Yes, of chains of imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. Were tempted. Were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented. Of whom the world was not worthy. Look, when we're going through and doing what we should do in Christ, the world's not worthy of us. When you're going through and you're acting how you should be in Christ, you're walking in power. I mean, these people went through. But, I mean, what I just read. I mean, they were sawn in two. They were stoned. Do we understand that if it was like that today, there would be nobody in here? If there were people waiting on us with bats that says, if you come to this church, we're going to beat you, we wouldn't come here. I mean, if one or two of these things happened to us, we would ask the Lord why it was us. And that's just the American Christianity that we've come to know. we got to up our game. We're watching a world die in front of us. And we have all the knowledge of the Bible. Everybody in here, I could pass the mic around and I could ask you lots of things about the Bible. 
and you would be right. But are you sharing that with the dying world? Or do we get around people in the world and we act just like them? Look, we can't have any commonalities with the enemy. None. You can't have anything in common with the devil. Because guess what? You can't sit with him on Saturday night and try to make him leave on Sunday morning. There's no power. You walk in power and authority by being separated, right? Praying, sanctified. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It means that you're trying in Christ. When you fall in Christ, you get back up in Christ. That's the difference. Person that just gives, There's a difference in somebody falling and getting up in Christ and when giving in to the sin. There's a difference. They were, so, they were stoned. They were sawn in two. Were tempted. Were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins. Afflicted, tormented. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and, and caves of the earth. And all these things, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. They had faith in God. They knew the reward. They knew who they were serving. Do you know who you're serving this morning? Verse 40. God, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Lord, help us this morning. You know, we think, man, I'm going to be out of here, so what happens next to the next generation? It's okay, I'm glad I'm a little older now, so I don't have to deal with all of it that's coming on the earth. That's the wrong mindset to have. God's put you here for a reason. Embrace it. Pray over people. You know, if they tell you to stop, then stop. But if they, if they don't... Mind you, pray and ask people. You'll be surprised if you say, can I pray with you one-on-one, -on -one, no matter who it is? They're going to say, they're going to, yes. Because, guess what? There's something inside everybody that every man's been given a measure of faith. Mm -hmm. By faith, you pray with people. By faith, you say what God's put on your heart to say to that person. By faith. <laughs> Don't run away from it. And look, you gotta walk it out. You gotta have a prayer life. You have to you have to say no sometimes. It's okay to say no to people. Yep. It's okay. You don't always have to go everywhere and run around and do all that. God is a loving father and he's been very patient with us. I'm just seeing, you're seeing the world change. You're seeing it on a global thing. It's just not here. You're seeing a global shift. Things are going to come on this world that you have to have your faith in Christ or you're not going to stand. I mean, the Bible teaches that. Men's hearts will fail them for fear. Look, it's to get you ready. We could sit here and we could say that everything's good all the time and and we could do that, but we know. You know, we have Christians, I know this is a, this is a thing to say that vote for abortion. That is crazy to me. And that's just being honest with you. God is not in death. There's nothing about our Lord that's in death. And a precious little baby. The most precious thing on this earth. 
sweep aboard at six, 60 million plus? Do we understand? When are we going to pay for it? When is judgment going to come on the earth for that? That's just the one thing, and not mention all the other stuff we do. God is a loving God, and he loves each one of you, and that's why he gave a way for you to go to heaven. But we have to see the seriousness of all this. Do you see it? I mean, do, do you, does Pete, is there, is there something in your spirit that says that we need a real move of God? We talk about revival. I mean, that might be one of the most overused verses or overused words that we hear. I was listening to Leonard Ravenhill the other night. He says, you want to, you know, you want to just see where you are, just start a prayer meeting on Friday nights. He said, you'll see how many people show up. And look, it's about prayer. It's about lifting each other up. Nobody here is perfect. Now, I'm not claiming to be perfect. I know I'm not. It's by the grace of God. But we have, every day we wake up, we have decisions we can make. We can either advance the kingdom of God, spend time with the Lord, or we can just be whatever the world tells us to be. This book is life. This book brings hope. And if you get offended by something I say, then take it to the Lord. Because my only goal as being up here is to present the gospel to you in a way you can understand and to help you get to heaven. That's it. I don't have no other means. I don't I never ever thought I would be even doing anything like this. And that's not I, I love you all. And people up here, Pastor Pete, Pastor Lyle, everybody that gets up here, you, you're held to a higher standard than on the judgment seat of Christ. You have to be doing it right. I can't. I don't want to be an ineffective preacher. How? Why? Why even do it? Why? If I'm living a different way other than what the words called me to live, why even come up here? What's the point? To lead people down a path that they don't want to go. speed up. Start praying over the country. Start praying over the Philippines. Pray over the world. The world needs Christ. Look, do you need Christ this morning? That's it. It's that simple. This gospel is not hard. Jesus does not make this gospel hard. You know what's hard? Living for him. Accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior, there has to be a change in your life. There has to be a mindset change. There has to be a shifting. If you if you come up here and you say a, a prayer and you walk out that door and you're still the exact same, what good is it? What are you saved from? What are you saved from? If you're walking up a mountain and you have a 100-pound 
backpack on your back and it's removed and I ask you, where's your backpack? Are you going to say, I don't know? No, in the same way, when, when things are removed from your life, you know. You know when the Lord, if you've really been touched by the Lord when you got saved, you understand what God did for you. Amen. You understand it. And you understand that it's, and that it's precious and that it's pure. And that you need to protect it. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. you got to hunger and thirst for it. So let's all stand. If you feel like coming down, let's come down. We'll all pray. If everybody wants to come down and pray, let's all pray. Because we're all in this together. It's not a pastor versus a congregation. It's not me thinking I'm better than anyone. I, look, I'm not better than anyone. Let's just pray that we finish this race strong, that we that we see have a sense of urgency in our spirits to move and to do what God's called us to do. Lord, I pray over everybody's heart and mind this morning. I pray over everybody's futures this morning that the enemy's trying to steal. I rebuke it. I plead the blood of Jesus on you. I plead the blood of Jesus over your hearts and over your minds this morning. I plead the blood of Jesus over everything that concerns you this morning. I pray that everybody in here will finish the race strong today. They will finish the race strong. And when we're in heaven, we'll say, you told me. You told me to have faith. You told me to have faith. I pray that everybody has faith here this morning. Have faith in the only thing that, you, that can assure your salvation and your eternal destination is Christ Jesus. There is no other.